Good morning and Satnam, Satnam, Satnam. Good morning. Happy, happy moon day to all of you. Today we're going to talk about one of my absolutely most favorite subject matters, which a lot of women I know deeply need to develop and really intuitively grow, which is intuition. And so today we're going to talk about why women are disconnected from their intuition and how to actually fix it. Good morning, beautiful goddesses at Nam. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Summer Women Movement Show. I am Jyotira Jukwar and I help women entrepreneurs just like you, beautiful goddesses, to rebuild and embody their self-worth all through my SWC method of Kundalini Yoga Therapy and Spiritual Psychotherapy so they can heal the most important relationship that they'll ever have, which is the relationship that they have with themselves. And this is our movement. Welcome, welcome, and thank you so much for being here. Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's happening? What's the vibe? Let me know if you're catching this live over here on Instagram or on Facebook. How y'all feeling today? It is literally the last week of October 2021. Like, what happened to this year? I was just like literally in shock this morning as I was uh, we were, uh, talking in Sadna this morning. It was very difficult to say this is the last week of October 2021. And truly, it does feel that time is definitely moving at quantum speed. But it is a very important week because we have yet another opportunity to create rippling movement and healing and transformation in our lives it is feeling great today isn't it best deal online number one thank you so much for our commenting so you're feeling good today you're feeling the vibe of of this change and transformation that's upon us maybe you're one that's actually connected deeply to your intuition which is what we're going to be talking about today because intuition is not something that like oh it's some kind of new age thing or the heck is she saying intuition intuition is uh, is a muscle that can and should be developed and that unfortunately as it relates to women especially we have a big problem about either not being intuitively connected or not realizing that we even have this power and giving up our sovereignty to something outside of us to guide us or to tell us what is good for us or what isn't. So today I wanna to talk about what intuition is, why it becomes fragmented, and more importantly, how to actually heal it. Because this is one of the things, especially as women that we struggle with, when you've gone through trauma, if you've been through a really adverse situation, inner child programs, maybe as an adult right now, the collective consciousness is going through a, a traumatic experience, right? If you've been to trauma, through any type of trauma, what happens is that you yourself are an energy system, right? And you are comprised of emotions, thoughts, feelings, and beliefs that literally create a rippling frequency that creates who you are, right? Your personality and what you think is in this material body. And what happens with trauma and when there's adverse experiences in our life is that the energy system stops working, it stops functioning. And instead of us learning how to use the energy to manifest, the energy uses us, the emotions use us, and it becomes stuck in the energy systems, which is known as the chakras. It becomes stuck in specific areas of the body that then create physical illness. And when this is happening constantly throughout your day, because 95% of our day we're running on some kind of subconscious program, then of course you're not be, gonna be connected to your intuition because intuition is a deep knowing without the use of the logical mind. And we are a society 
we're uh, ending a cycle of the age of Pisces where we only use the mind. We only use the logic, which was great for the era of we just closed out, which was all this, all the technology that was created, all these amazing things, fantastic. But the truth is that those that will thrive in this new age of consciousness, what is known as the 5D vibration, are those that are coherent in the heart, which means to be incoherent in your heart, you must have worked through your shadows. You must have worked through the traumas. You must have healed, transformed the thoughts, the feelings and emotions that are constantly running through the system that are blocking you from intuitively trusting yourself. And I wanna share a story with you all that I read recently from one of my favorite books in the world for women, especially that really depicts how important intuition is as your initiation into sovereignty, into awakening, into being able to control the matrix and not let the matrix control you because that's truly what a sovereign woman is. And beyond that, how important it is to actually develop it because it's a muscle. So at the end, I'll share with you a specific technique that I use that has built my intuition to the point where I freak my family out because I can tell them certain number sequences that are on certain things without ever seeing them. And I can tell them really interesting things that are going to happen or that they haven't seen physically now because I've been developing my intuitive muscle. I've been doing it through the inner work. So I'll share with that, share that with you at the end. But first and foremost, let me share with you this story because it's a really beautiful story and the book that I'm referring to. And let me know in the chat if you've ever read it or heard of it. But the book is called Women Who Run With Wolves. And it was actually written by Clarissa Pincola Estes. I think every woman should read this. And if you have a young daughter, as soon as she can read, have her read this book because it's actually really written in uh, different stories. So you can, it's not something that is very like boring. It's very fun to read. And it depicts the stories of the wild feminine and how that is really the need to to be awakened in us in order for us to save this world even. And one of the stories that she was sharing was about how intuition is your initiation into sovereignty, into, into self-realization of how powerful you truly are and how the story goes. And I'm going to summarize it tremendously, but the, the, the points, the major points of it is that the story goes that there's a young girl and uh, she is sitting at the end of the uh, bed of her mother who is dying. And the mother is on her deathbed, uh, taking her last breaths, and she calls her daughter to come sit next to her. And the daughter sits next, uh, right next to the mother where she could hear her voice. And the mother tells her, these are my last words to you. And what I want you to know is I want you to have this doll. And she gives her a doll and the doll is dressed exactly like the little girl. The little girl is wearing a red dress, with the, like, white shoes and a cute little apron. And the mother gives the young girl the same looking doll, but it's a really small one. And she gives the, her daughter the doll and tells her daughter, I know that I'm, these are my last words to you, but I want you to know that you can always trust this doll. And anytime you have a question, yes or no, or should I do this? Or is this good for me or not? Ask this doll and the doll will always guide you. The doll loves you. The doll wants the best for you. So trust the doll. And so the mother dies. And the young girl at that point was only very, very young. And there's a long grieving process with her and her father. And then the father decides to remarry. 
and they remarry he remarries the lady that has two daughters and although she looks nice on the outside the mother is literally like a stepmother from cinderella I mean, yeah, Cinderella, seriously, like, you know, the evilness, the treating the, the daughter uh, with disrespect and just hating on her because the daughter actually carries a lot of light. She's vibrant. She's has a lot of love. And even though she's been through some really serious things, she's actually very open heartedness and doesn't take anything personal, even how bad they treat her. And so one day the stepmother is so tired of her that they make a plan her and her daughters to send the stepdaughter into the woods to get fire where they know that there's a witch that comes out in the evenings right and that the witch uh, can definitely kill people and does kill people and eat them up and so they turn off all the lights in the house and they burn off all the fire so there's no, no light and they tell the young girl who's actually very nice and naive they tell her you know you need to go get wood for us from or you need to go pick up the fire and the wood from the woods because i'm afraid and the girls are afraid and you're the one that needs to go do this otherwise we won't have any heat and we won't be able to stay warm and the daughter of course agrees and says okay and actually she looks down at her um pocket and she connects with the with the doll and she asks the doll should i go out and do what they're telling me and the doll says yeah you're gonna be okay and she keeps going through the woods, through the woods, and she faces several very challenging situations, but she always consults with the doll and the doll tells her where to go and, and directs her. Well, she finally gets to the witch and the witch is there and comes out very angry and says, how did you make it here? Nobody makes it here and wants to eat her. And she answers in a way where the witch is very interested in what she's saying. And I forget the specific words, but she answers a question in which no one else has ever answered it that way. And instead of killing her, she says, well, if you do these certain chores, then I'm going to go ahead and let you live. And she puts her through several tests. And the young girl, every time she's put through really serious tests to do, she consults with the doll. And she asks the doll, you think I could do this? You think I'm going to be able to finish what she's telling me and, and live? And the doll tells her, yes. And actually, the doll helps her. The doll helps her do the things that are almost... Uh, undoable for what the witch is asking of her finally she finishes the last task and the young girl is actually allowed to be freed and she lets her go and gives her the fire so she could go back to the house to the stepmothers she gets back to the stepmother's house and the she has the fire which came in a skull which eventually the way the story ends which is very interesting is that the fire of the school of the eyes starts to penetrate into the stepmothers and the, and the stepsisters and actually kills them. And so that's the way it ends. It's very, very abrupt. Like pretty much the school kills the stepmother and the two daughters and the good daughter or the one that survived, you know, ends up living happily ever after, ever after with the with her father but there's so many morals to the story and this is the way these old stories were always told right and were very abrupt endings like that and the moral of the story was first and foremost when her mother died and gave her that doll that was the initiation of that young girl into learning how to trust herself many of us whether it's a mother or someone we love dying or a very tragic situation that maybe we deem as tragic that it ha has happened in our life. For example, a divorce, a betrayal. Uh, maybe you've been betrayed by a romantic partner. Maybe there's trauma in your life, abuse, uh, whether that's uh, sexual, physical, emotional, right? 
those moments that what this story signifies are actually your initiation into learning how to trust and learning how to trust the unknown and especially yourself. Because ultimately what the little young girl was doing is she was consulting herself. Because remember the young, the doll looked exactly like her. So first and foremost, the young girl didn't become jaded. She stayed happy, grateful with life, even though they were mistreating her, the stepmom and the two daughters of the stepmom. And when she was told to do things, she would do them with an open heart. And she would always go and consult with her intuition like her mother gave her. So number one is staying not mad at God because you think something has gone wrong, right? And then the second aspect of this story that's really important You're initiated into trusting yourself, right? But the second part is that what we're missing as women is that the mother gave the power of intuition and handed it down to her daughter. These were rituals and ceremonies that women always held hundreds of years ago that we stopped doing ourselves. So number one, we cannot be angry at our own mothers for first of all, not passing down the power of intuition and teaching us how powerful we were, are, we truly are, because they were never taught that. They didn't have, I know my great, my grandmother did not have anyone that told her how powerful she was. In fact, she struggled a lot as my grandmother. She struggled a lot in uh, poverty later when my uh, grandfather was murdered. And growing up, she struggled with poverty because her father died at a very young age. So she never was told you're powerful, follow your intuition. In fact, she was told that life is suffering and that you have to struggle. And those were programs that were indoctrinated in her head. So we lost the incredible power and ritual of as women telling our children and women telling their daughters, especially how powerful they are and how all they needed to do was consult their inner self, which is that doll. That's what that story represented. And when we as women connect back with our intuition, then only then can we pass that down to our lineage. So this story is so important in today's day and age where we are seeing what is happening in the collective consciousness. When you don't trust yourself, when you cannot make decisions as to where to go in life, not based on a program of society, religion, or what the mainstream medium is telling you, you have given up all of your sovereignty and you might as well just be a robot. Because if you're not consciously aware of what your emotions are telling you, then you are being giving away your power to someone else to think for you. And that's what's happening right now in the world. I mean, we literally are living through a Holocaust. People are just not even seeing it. We are living through an apocalypse. You know, back in the days when it was a flood, the great flood that came and killed all of humanity, we're going through the great flood right now. The flood is the flood of emotions. That's what the water represents. And people are not regulating their emotions and they're giving their sovereignty away to a system that benefits from them not being able to think for themselves and not trusting their intuition. And we cannot trust our intuition if we don't do the inner work to process our emotions. We all have access to computers and phones now. We consume more information in one day than our ancestors did in their entire lifetime 100 years ago. So even if you have no inner child traumas, we have nothing adverse that has ever happened to you. You've always lived a great life. Your brain is still being impacted by the amount of information you're consuming. 
So your, your intuition is being blocked because your nervous system is not regulating itself the way it needs to. So I'm not saying don't use computers, don't use information. In fact, use them, but don't let them use you, which means you have to increase the energy system naturally through meditation, through the inner work. You have to increase the processing system, which is your brain. We're a computer hardware system. And through meditation, you increase the processing system, which is your computer. So it could process all the information that you're consuming so that you could self-regulate the emotions. And then what happens next? Then you can be intuitive. Then you can go beyond the logical mind and you can start trusting your heart. Because, you know, what has also happened, and I was sharing this this morning with my uh, the beautiful goddesses inside our community in Sadhana and meditation, is that every time there has been an apocalypse, or a great uh, earth shift, like a flood or the earthquakes or the volcanic things that have taken out humanity in the past. They're, these are cycles. We have to accept them. Being at, they're natural cycles. What happens is that Mother Earth, to her, we as human beings are a virus right now because we, we don't even realize that she's a, a, a sentient being. She's alive. And we are using her resources instead of using the wisdom of our ancestors who didn't need to rape her, right? So every time there was an apocalypse in the past, those that would transition, civilizations that would transition into the next era were those that were, this is what the whole 5D frequency talk is about, were those that were connected to their heart. When you have done the inner work, looked at your shadows, accepted them, stopped projecting them onto people, Realizing that if you're judging others, it's because you judge yourself. When you do that inner work, you're in your heart more. You, when you've done the inner work to control your mind, that's what we train for inside the academy, you're in the present moment more. So if you're in your heart, Mother Earth recognizes that frequency and she protects you. Just like Ayurveda. Ayurveda is an incredible science of healing the body through herbs and, and specific energies, right? And Ayurveda proves that whenever you get sick, Mother Earth will produce the medicine to heal your physical or mental body within seven miles of wherever you're at. Within seven miles. That's, that's proven. But again, we have lost the relationship we have with her, with Mother Earth, because we've lost the relationship we have with ourselves. And we're not in our heart. And if you're not in your heart, she's not going to recognize you. And she's not going to help elevate you into higher consciousness, into higher frequency emotions. This is why we meditate. You know, staying vibing high is not just a new age term. It means you're in the, regardless of what's happening around you, you're connected to your intuition. You trust God. You know, you're not just this body. You know that there's reincarnation, that there's rebirth happening all the time, every single day. You trust the higher consciousness. You have an intimate connection and relationship with yourself because you meditate and you do the inner work. When you live in that frequency, that's what vibing high means. And that means heart coherence. And that means present moment. And that means Mother Earth recognizes that. And that means that you are intuitive. And if you're not, you can develop it like a muscle, which is this is how we fix it. This is how we heal it. So for example, I am so grateful for the practice of Kundalini Yoga therapy and Kundalini Yoga. It's an ancient practice of 5,000 years old. It came before religion. It is the science of energy right and so because we're energy centers because we're an energy system we can change our thoughts feelings and emotions by changing the frequency of them through chanting meditating using specific sound frequencies that were given to us from thousands of years ago that actually do specific things in the system so for example 
There's a beautiful sound frequency, which is a mantra that comes to us from the technology of Kundalini Yoga Therapy. You chant this mantra 25 times in one day daily, and it literally is building intuitively the muscle of intuition. How does it do that? Well, the way it does that is if you're chanting it, you're changing your thoughts, feelings, and emotions by installing, because remember, you're like a computer system. You're upgrading. It's like installing a new app into the energy system that interrupts the current energy, which are your thoughts, feelings, and emotions that you're constantly having. You know, remember I told you that 95% program that you're constantly on? Well, by chanting this sound, it's a science. It's, a specific, it's not just like an affirmation. Affirmations are not as potent as mantras because mantras is sound science. It's sound frequency. It's been proven by yogis who have sat thousands of years practicing these specific frequencies to then realize this is what happens when you practice them. And so you install a new sound frequency into your system, which interrupts the old pattern, which self-regulates the emotions, which aligns you more in the present moment, which then builds your intuitive muscle. And it's, it's done wonders for me. It's one of the ones that we teach inside of the academy. I mean, like I told you, I kind of freak out my family sometimes because just for fun, like I, it gets deeper, of course, spiritually, like the things that I need to be doing in my business, uh, what people I need to create boundaries with, you know, what people need to be completely X out of my life, all those other things. Right. Uh, but what I, what I, I like to play with it sometimes. And like my, my husband will be like, uh, tell me what number I'm holding right here. And it'll be like a six number, a six digit number. And I can tell him, like, this is the number. I, I scared him to the point where one time I told him the license plate without me even ever seeing it. And I'm like, this is the license plate number before he even gave it to me. Or just phone numbers. We're, I'm really good with numbers. And I've noticed that since I was a young child that anytime I had a number given to me, I would always remember it and memorize it. I only had to see it once. Well, now I can play with it more with this uh, specific mantra just to build it even more. But of course, we're talking about really deep stuff as it relates to intuition. Like intuition is someone lying to me. Is Intuition is... Is, am I lying to myself, right? Or what decision do I need to make for my life? Not based on what society is telling me, what my parents are telling me, what the world is saying. Am I listening to my soul? Am I listening to that voice that has always been guiding me, but has been blocked because I don't process my emotions. I don't regulate daily all these things that I'm consuming and all these things that do get attached to us, energies do become attached to us. That doesn't give us an excuse. They cannot become attached to you if you are conscious and you're vibrating high. So you got to clean up. You got to refresh and then do the inner work. So intuition is important. Intuition is literally what will take you into your initiation as a sovereign woman. And it can be healed and it can be developed by installing new sound frequencies into the system that will then allow you to trust yourself to hear that voice that's always guiding you. Because even through people that have done that, they've created things from the unknown. Why do you think there's an Apple phone? You think that, uh, I'm using a worse example because he wasn't like the best human being in the world, but who am I to judge, right? But, you know, Steve Jobs created the iPhone. He didn't, no one like told him about it. He saw it in the, he saw it in the ethers and he trusted it and then he did it. The airplane, no one had ever done an airplane before. The anything. It's those people that trust the unknown, which is their intuition, that are the most successful, whether you're talking about life, 
business, leadership, as parents, intuition is key, but it has to be developed. And you have to work through the emotions to do that. And that's what we teach inside of the academy. So if it's something that y'all are interested in, like I said, the academy is, is hardcore. You know, this is why we do an application process and uh, uh, there's a call that we happens between you and I just to make sure you're ready for this because it's not that it takes a lot of time, but you got to be ready to like really face your own stuff and you have to also be ready to do the work because if you're not going to do the work, you're not going to get the results and it's not going to work for you or for me. So if you're interested in finding out more about the Academy, you can go to veronicabarraganim.com forward slash SWA. That'll be the easiest uh, way for you to look at all that's in, uh, comprised within the Academy. What do you get? What to expect? Who it's for? Who it's not for? And then through there, you can actually contact me. And then, like I said, go through the application process. I review all the applications and I get back to you within 24 to 48 hours. So move through that if you're really, really interested so that we can see if it's a good in alignment for you, both you and I. You definitely don't want to wait until 2022. You know, like I was sharing with um the goddesses this morning and said, like, this is a vortex of energy, thoughts, feelings, and beliefs that we're creating that's really building momentum as we get closer and closer to the end of the year. So your future will be comprised of whatever actions you're taking in the now. So if you're not doing anything different in the now, of course, your future is going to be the same as, as it has always been. But if you take the, the courage to step outside your comfort zone and you start to do things that are different, especially if there are things that are going to help raise your frequency, then you can be assured and guaranteed a hundred percent that your future will not be the same as your past. And that's how we break these patterns. So it takes courage, takes a lot of alignment, but truly, if you're listening to this today, there's something that brought you here. So tap into yourself, meditate and ask, maybe this is a good time for you to reach out and to see if the academy is a good fit for you. So you can click on the link on the bio, like I said, uh, go through the application process and we'll get back to you within 24 to 48 hours. I do promise you. The other thing I'll say is go pick up that book. Love Clarissa Pencola, this woman who run with the wolves. Even if you can read one story a day, it really opens you up to the wild within and to the intuitive power that lives within all of us. So highly, highly recommend you pick up that gem and that key. Thank you all so much for being here today. Such a beautiful time to be alive. Don't let anyone tell you differently. Remember, remember what a gift it is for us to take these breaths because it truly is a gift to incarnate into these bodies. I want to send you all so much love, Yolanda. Happy Moon Day. Monica, Monica, hello. Happy Moon Day to you. Thank you all so much for being here. Sending so much love to all of you. And of course, I'll see you all again next Wednesday, this Wednesday. And we'll continue the conversation as we continue to develop our own intuitive powers and remember how powerful we truly are. Have a blessed rest of your day. I'll connect with you all soon. Satnam.